0: Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Uh, And it's just lovely to have you here today. Kim. Now, I know that you work uh, on the Shankill Road. I know you're attached to Shankill Baptist Church. I know you're employed by the the, the Baptist Missionary Union, but tell me exactly what your job description is or what it's supposed to be.
1: I don't know. When when I first started, um, they called me an evangelist, (laughs) um, which is a laugh, right? But You know, when I first started, and I was looking for a job description, and I thought Baptist Missions were going to give me a job description, but they still haven't given me one. Um, But they more or less just told me to go out and get to know the people and get to know my friends again, get to know the community. And they said that they would um, call me back and review that. Well, they're still doing that, and it's three (laughs) years later. So my job description, I just say that I'm involved with full-time evangelism.
0: Now, uh, this morning you shared a little bit of what yesterday was like, and you said it was a fairly typical day. But would you like to repeat that, or maybe tell us about another typical day in the life of Kim Kelly?
1: Okay, maybe um, yesterday wasn't really a typical day. Um, It was just a laugh having that before today. Um, Yeah, no two days are the same. When I first started, that first day, you know, my friends on the shankle and people... Um, that knew me were saying to me like what are you going to do like what are you going to do and I thought I don't know (laughs) I'm going to just um I think my first day I'm going to walk up and down the Shanker Road and just get a feel for the place even though I was from there but I was going to be doing something different now and I thought I'll just walk up and down and see what's happening and to be honest I came home that night and I cried my eyes out and I thought what am I doing I have made a mess of my life um I've given up my job and um You know, and I was looking at my watch at like ten o'clock, thinking everybody's on their tea break, and at one o'clock everybody's on their lunch, and three o'clock everybody's on their tea break again, and Kim Kelly's just walking up and down the Shanker Road doing what, and that was the first day. But you see, from day two, God has just been amazing. No two days are the same. Um, I try to plan my week, I really do, and I put things into my diary, and um, no, you don't stick to it because you don't know what a phone call is going to bring, and you don't know, you know, if somebody's going to knock on your door. like, I had my door knocked last night at four in the morning, and it was like, hello, who is that at four in the morning? And I'm standing at the door with my mobile phone in my hand, going, who is it ready? And I had 999 typed in, <laughs> ready to hit the green button. But um, it was okay. It was okay. It was just a girl. <laughs> they don't normally knock a door at four in the morning, but that's just last night.
0: But, Kim, that's what, that's what you're about at the moment. Uh, where did it all start? Where did your journey of faith start, and how did you end up going back to the shankle?
1: Um, well I always say I was saved when I was 13 I could, God knows as long as I'm saved now I could have been before that because I went to um, Sunday school and children's meetings and I heard the gospel and so clearly and I always had a fear of hell I didn't want to go to hell I knew the way to get to heaven was through Jesus um, but I remember when I was 13 I wasn't in a, um, from a Christian family but I, I went to a youth club which was just in a wee church facing me and they were just literally out in the streets that night and we were out in the streets and they invited us in and I went in, and I heard this gospel again, and I thought, you know, I have just this fear of death. I want to get rid of it. And I remember just talking to a guy about it, and he just prayed with me. And for two years, I really struggled, to be honest, because I thought, what do you do now? Um, so I just picked up my Bible every day and thought, I have to read my Bible every day. I have to go to church every week. And see, to be honest, I was bored with that. And I thought, is this it? But I was just trying to live a religion. And But when I was 15, God was really good, and I went along to a youth mission, and um. Roger Carswell was the speaker and he was just giving out the appeal again to be saved and I thought how many times have you got to be saved? I am saved, I know that but I'm not happy and there was this youth choir at the front singing and they were so happy that they were going to heaven and I was sitting there really sad thinking why they've got this joy about them and I spoke to Roger Carswell and he introduced me to a girl from Shankar Baptist and I'm so thankful for her because she just took me under her wing and she looked after me and she discipled me and you know even as Bishop Clark was talking about this morning. That's what it's about. It's about making disciples. It's not just about seeing them making a decision. I made a decision. And even now, when I talk to people on the Shankle Road, they'll say to me, okay, I I was saved. I got saved um, so many years ago. It didn't work for me. And I think that could have been me if somebody didn't follow me up because because I wouldn't have known where to turn. But how did I end up on the Shankle Road? Um, When I left school, I was working in the bank and, you know, I was going to church and I was hearing God's word. And it was going to things like this. I remember this is so weird, like because when I came to um, a missionary, um, the missionary convention here about ten years ago, um, I was just going into Bible college, and you know, just before that, I felt, you know, I'd heard about these missionaries going, out and I thought that could never be me. No way, I could never do that. Then I got my head around where I, I could maybe, I could maybe go to Africa, <laughs> but I couldn't come back and talk to somebody about it. But I'll go to Africa, <laughs> but don't have me to come back and report on it. But You know, in my head, I was getting ready to go abroad. And I thought, God, I I will, I will go. And year after year, I says, okay, God, give me another year to think about it. And I thought about it for another year. But I want to read this to you because I just find it really amusing. I was at a youth fellowship one night, and the guy was speaking. It was Ed Norwood, if you know him. And he was speaking in John chapter 4. And first 35 where it says, do not say there's yet there's four months more and then come at the harvest. Lift up your eyes and look at the fields. They're already white on the harvest. And I just felt God was saying to me that night, Kim, you keep saying this time next year, this time next year. Stop it. It was as clear as that. Stop it. Not, don't even give it four months. You're going now. And I was in the meeting going, huh? where am I going? Where am I going? I was still in the bank. And I was like, what have I to do? going tomorrow and hand them a notice. And... Um, you know, and I thought, Lord, is that really you speaking? And he really confirmed it. And one of the ways he confirmed it was through this book. I was at a youth weekend after that. And when I went into this youth weekend, there was a man on the stall. And he was, you know, looking after the books. And he says, Kim Kelly, I books for you. He didn't even know what he was lifting. He was just joking. I books for you. And he says, and what about reading that chapter? And when I opened it up, or when he opened it up, it was 21 lessons on how to avoid becoming a missionary. LAUGHTER I want to read you the first one. So I says, oh, he's having a laugh. So I goes up to the room, and this is point number one. Skillfully avoid the command in John chapter 4 and 35 to take a long, hard look at the fields. This is not only depressing, but it is unsettling and could lead to genuine missionary concern. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was it and God has a sense of humour and he really spoke to me through that and through that weekend and you know, and then the rest is history. I, I went to Bible college after that and I thought, right, I'm getting ready to go. And the ironic thing is, you know, when I was ready in my head to go, God put a burden on my heart for the Shankar Road and um, that worked out through Baptist missions to help me to stay.
0: Well, I know that the people in the Shankill are very thankful that the Lord has sent you to them. But I know inevitably in this type of work, uh, Kim, there must be disappointments um, as well as highlights. So would you want to share maybe some of the the disappointments or things that just haven't worked out, maybe as you might have expected?
1: Um, I was trying to think about that, and (laughs) it's just been so good. And I'm not just... um, Yeah, okay, you have your off days, and... The devil attacks you. Um, and I was trying to think about that disappointment. It's the only disappointment I really have. And I'm not just saying this, like, false humility, but it's in myself. You know, and not organizing my time well. And, um, you know, because some days I would just get up and go. Instead of just sitting and thinking, right, who can I visit today? Um, who does the Lord want me to visit? And sometimes I just go and go with the flow. Um, so I'd be disappointed in myself sometimes for, like, wasting opportunities. And getting, fr- and then at times I would be frustrated at myself. Um, But God is so gracious, he's he's amazing, and he he just, you know, he overlooks all that, and he's not disappointed in us, and um, so that's it.
0: But then there are successes or highlights, maybe not success, maybe isn't the right right description, but there are obviously have been highlights uh, over the last number of years. Uh, Would you like to share some of those?
1: I would say the highlights would be... um, the weekends away. Uh, you know, over the past couple of years, we've had youth weekends and we've had what's called WWW weekends. Now, it's not worldwide way Web weekends. It's Women Witnessing the Women. And um, it's just taken ladies from the shankle away. Um, and there's a group of ladies with me um, and we're staying in a B&B tonight. So if you see a group of shankle ladies walking about, that's there with me. Um, no, but the, the WWW weekend it's aimed to take them away and just to... Um, Live with them, just Christians. Live with non-Christians, and hopefully, just showing them that we're normal, <laughs> you know. And um, it's not a religion; it's a it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And those weekends have been amazing, you know. We have um, Shirley Temple with us, and we've Susan Boyle with us, and Tina Turner, <laughs> um, you know. And Britain's Got Talent, but or we call it shankle has Got Talent, but you know, take away all the fun. Just to see God at work in those weekends. Um, and especially this, you know, and, okay. you know, especially this year, you know, God has just been amazing, you know, and just even saving Nicola, and Nicola's with us today, um, and he saved her just after the weekend. But that's what it's all about. It's just living with people and just sharing your faith and just letting them see Christ in you and then let God do his bit.
0: So, Kim, what would you uh, like us to pray for whenever we think about you and the shank? What particular things could we be praying about and for on the shank?
1: I just want to share this with you. When I finished Bible college and I didn't know where I was going, I went off to Switzerland to do the CEF training course. And just the night before I left, I was going on a Saturday, and the, my pastor Tim called to my house on the Friday night, and he says, Kim, can I just share these verses with you? And he actually shared it from Luke, but this is from Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. And I went about to Switzerland with those verses, thinking, what's all that about? Not knowing it was the shanko, and coming back and reading those verses, and, you know, when I look back, a lot of dates beside these verses, and I can just see that happening now in the shanko, but I would really just love you to pray for people of the shank, people that are bound by alcohol or drugs or medication, um, that, you know, Jesus has promised that he can set them free. And I would just love to see deliverance in their lives. And that's just really on my heart at the minute, you know, just even those two people that I was at the hospital with last night, I would just love to see God just setting them free. They know that Jesus is the answer, but putting their full faith in, in Jesus is so hard for them. Um, But, you know, nothing is impossible with God. And we just pray, just ask you just remember that word deliverance, that God would deliver them.
0: Thanks very much indeed, Kim. Thank you. Now, we're going to take up our offering. And uh, I think Ruth and Moira are going to come and play again during the offering. And then at some point, they're going to ask us to to stand and sing along with them. But um, we'll take up our offering at this point. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org/slash/donate.